Welcome to the Service Driven Life Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Clark, and I have set up over 4,000 nonprofits and received over $10 million in grant funding. This podcast is designed to highlight community heroes and give tips on nonprofit and service-based business growth. have Akil from Soul Folks joining us. He's going to introduce himself. He has an amazing nonprofit journey and we were there from the beginning, which is awesome. So Akil, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Akil West. I'm, uh, I'm 48 years old. I'm here in Los Angeles, California in the area called Lemur Park. I'm the founder of an organization called Black Owned and Operated Community Land Trust. And we have a pilot program for entrepreneurs called Soul Folks. Awesome. So Tell me why you decided to start a nonprofit. I decided to start a nonprofit because I was uh, formerly incarcerated. While I was in incarceration, I wanted to um, create a entrepreneurial platform of some sort. I wanted to um, kind of like buy back the block. So I wanted to do it through a community land trust where we can able, we'll be able eventually to purchase property and um, kind of like uh, take control to make sure we don't have a gentrification issue. While in custody, um, I would meet a lot of young men, well, mostly all men, who wanted to um, become entrepreneurs. And I just kind of wanted to give them the tools. So I wrote a book while I was in there called Entrepreneur's Guide to the Money. And I did it under my nonprofit. While I was there, I met you and um, through uh, Fiverr. And we contacted each other. The communication was smooth. Everything was straight up and down. I was incarcerated at the time. So I was, I was very vulnerable. So anything could have happened. But uh, I, I looked up and met an angel Aww. named Tracy. And ultimately, um, you helped me put this thing together. I, I was legitimate. It was good. We started doing fundraising while in custody. I worked with a sister by the name of Mika King, who was like my feet and my hands, one of my favorite people in the world. And she was able to, to kind of like help me out further a little bit later. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, I know that your pilot program is mm -hmm. based around entrepreneurs. First of all, you mentioned the book. Is that book still accessible for anyone who wants to purchase that? Yes, yes. While in custody, I wrote five books, and that was, that's one of them. Yes. Awesome. Are those on your website? Um, no, it's not on the website, but you could just tap in my name, and it'll, it'll come up. One of them is a children's book called I Grow My Own Food, and then one is called Dubious Debt. One is called um, Secrets to A1 Credit Simplified. And the last one is Don't Give Pearls to Swine. Oh, I love that last title. I think that's yes. my first time hearing it. That is a <laughs> yes. deep message. I had to learn that the hard way throughout life, yeah. you know, yes. to just make sure that you're protecting your energy, you know? That's right. So that's right. um, in mm -hmm. the last interview that I did with a young lady, she was talking about pivoting. So I know that you work a lot and you're focused in on the entrepreneurial and that area has really taken off for you. Um, mm -hmm. Is that where you started with the nonprofit or was that a pivot? And was that a pivot on purpose to hone in and focus on that portion first yeah I, I think i think the um did we pivot yes we pivoted uh when i got this space uh, we were looking to actually start a, a sneaker store and um we just wanted to bring high-end sneakers into the inner city and then once we got the space the space kind of dictated what this place was going to be and um we attached my nonprofit to it to actually get the lease once i got the lease we um, start figuring out what we can do with all of this space. We have upstairs and this, this space here is, is a pretty big, I can't wait to get you to come out here so you can see yes. what's really going, what you help create. This space is uh, 
We have conference tables. We have podcast studio um, over here. We have a lot of equipment. And so we just decided to make sure this space is a community space so people can actually come in, meet, kind of work together and figure things out. So it kind of dictated itself. It was organic. Wow. So you just basically allowed it to flow. I know yes. a lot of times we get so tied to and kind of have been on this subject, getting tied to our vision and our plan and our goals that we kind of like lean away from the flow. But when things just flow organically, that means that basically it's something the community definitely wants when you're allowing them to create what they really want. Um, so right. on the note of you having an actual location, has that been mm -hmm. a big challenge? I know for a lot of our nonprofits, having a physical location and having that overhead can be a challenge. Um, have you found that challenging? And what have you found to kind of um, to get over those humps, if that is the case? Well, you know, we utilize the space as a fundraising tool. Um, we do a lot of different events, which means we partner with different organizations and corporations. Um, we sell product for um, a lot of our co-op uh, co members, but we also have our own product. So we kind of like um, supplement the income that way. And so we're able to always pay our rent. We've been lucky and we've been diligent in making sure that that happens. That is awesome. That is awesome. And again, mentioning again, having your own products and services. I'm going mm -hmm. to be digging into that probably for the rest of the year, because, you know, even if you do an amazing fundraiser, I just interviewed uh, someone by the name of Keisha Thomas. She's been on Oprah a couple of times. She's fundraised mm -hmm. and raised a lot of money from the community, um, as mm -hmm. well as got land donated and things like that. Yes. And one of the things that she was saying was, it's so important for you to be able to have kind of that uh, I guess I would say power or have that control of having mm -hmm. your own product and service. Because even if you fundraise once, you don't want to have to continue to ask right. and fundraise and feel like you're begging and pleading and a, right. the program won't go on if you don't have exactly. this grant or that grant or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, I've noticed mm -hmm. that a lot of organizations that have their own products and services and they're sustainable, it's easier mm -hmm. for you to fundraise. Because Most now <laughs> they see that you're bringing in money and you you're, you don't you won't need that grant, um, for instance, you know, continually. So, right. you know, we, we've, we've been uh, in business for almost a, about a year and a half now, close close to it, like a year and, a, and three months. And um, for the first time, we receive operational money for our program. And we partnered with Gucci Changemakers and they gave us uh, a considerable amount of money to actually move forward with our, with our um, endeavors. Uh, we just met with uh, SNAP Foundation. Uh, yesterday, we did, a, we, we did a pretty decent tour. We took them to both locations. We also have an art lab, a space on Crenshaw, about the size of the store where we teach everything from pottery to maker's classes and everything from like soap making, candle making. And we allow them to do use it as a rehearsal studio. Any type of art is, is happening in that space. Make a long story short, now we have SNAP who's who um, their whole goal right now is to figure out what our operational expenses are and how they could help us for years to come. Wow. And that's because we're doing the work, you know? That's so important. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. That's yes, important. That's because yes. you did the work first. So now having these additional partners and having um, grants that are coming in and people who mm -hmm. want to partner with you, it's easy because right. they're like, okay, we see that they're doing the work. We see they're already connected to the community. We're mm -hmm. not funding something that needs to be proven. We're funding mm -hmm. something that can now ha now has room to grow. Are there right. any tips that you would give in accessing funding? And I mean, that's a huge tip in itself that after mm -hmm. that work is when right. the funding began to right. start 
come in, but is there anything right. here for organizations that do want some grant funding? I think a lot of people just wait for perfection. Hmm. I think people want to be, you know, they, they want to have the money lined up. They come, a lot of people come from the corporate world where they already have a budget. They know what it's like. And that kind of like, it, it spoils them. Like they don't have that get up and go and push and let's make it happen. And let's see what happens, it's, you know, let's, let's, let's jump down and make the plane as we make it to the ground. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I understand that. I think that's the definition of an entrepreneur, they say, is you yes. just start rolling. And it's a perfect balance, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. of planning and then taking that action and then planning. I think I think that the main thing I see is sometimes someone either has one or one of more or the other and it's imbalanced. Mm -hmm. Like they're planning right. for years and you're like, OK, <laughs> by the time you finish right. planning, we're going to be in a different world. And then you have to redo yes. your plan or whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. or they're taking action with absolutely no plan or paperwork or anything right. like that. So you kind of have to have that perfect balance. So definitely a good tip. I know that a lot of what you do involves community, helping mm -hmm. the community, having entrepreneurs come in. You have a mm -hmm. lot of board members and people that help you out. Um, mm -hmm. And then of course, dealing with funders and clients and donors, uh, grants and things like that. What would you say is the secret to really getting people involved and excited about what you're doing? There's a lot of nonprofits out here a lot of people that are doing some things. How do you keep that community kind of rolling? I think um, I, I think I think what's been happening is people have been able to see once again what we're doing on social media. Like we're we're heavy on social media and our stories, and we're showing what's happening, and then people get to see the outcome. And the outcomes, you know, is is it's, it's really community. Like we hire from from the community. Uh, our volunteers are from the community. Um, and yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I think it has absolutely everything to do with the fact that this is a grassroots organization that's, that's, that's here and they know that these co-op members are from this community, you know, mm -hmm. and they know that we're unapolog unapologetically black, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, and our mission is to make sure that everybody eats, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So I hear a lot of show and tell, like you're showing mm -hmm. what you're doing. You're showing it on social media as things were progressing mm -hmm. slowly. And even now people have somewhere that they can go and see mm -hmm. what you're doing, see what's being built. And that's so important. A lot of times people have the plan, but they don't have anything to show. So again, right. going back to actually grassroots, building it, doing the work and everything else will kind of flow in. Right. Love that. Right. That's real. Is there any tips or anything like that that you would suggest to someone? Let's say, you know, now what what's the anniversary now? Three years that you guys have been in existence? No, since uh, 2017. 2017. So longer than three years now. Right. Um, mm -hmm. What would you say for someone who's just starting off and this is just an idea in their head? Is there any additional tips that you would give them um, or that you would have wanted to know when you started off in building your nonprofit? I think I think it's important to. Um, to get the right team, you know, some people who's, who are with you, that you guys have like, um, like, the, I, I'll say this, the star for soul folks and black owned operated, operated is that we delegate, we delegate tasks. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're not great at this, you know what I'm saying? But there are people who know what they're doing and we know how, I know how to attach myself to these people. I know how to, um, do bartering and exchange. And um, it doesn't always, it's not always about money. People are looking for the opp just opportunity to be a part of something great. And, and um, I, I think 
people hold things too close to their chest. Hmm. And I think if you have to, you have to share and embrace and allow people to come in and, and, and offer their skill set and, and, and spread the wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like for, for almost like almost a year, I didn't, I didn't take any money. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would pay everybody around me because I knew that it was going to be greater later. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I don't have no, no, uh, I mean, you, you've seen, you see the budget, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not taking anything yet, but I will be now. You know what I'm saying? We have, we have the money's here now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, that's, that's just chill. As long as I can pay my little, my little bitty little bills that I got. Mm-hmm. And the bills is paid up in here and people are actually winning. You know, I, I just think that make sure that you understand the concept of nonprofit for profit, create your products, create something that's sustainable where you guys are selling t-shirts. Uh, I don't care what it is. But you, but that's that's your bread and butter. That's your bread and butter, and always video, always uh, social media is the start right now. Yes, you know, what I'm share, share, got, share. You know yeah, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. You know, I, I don't have any pictures of my old businesses, none of that stuff. And when while I was incarcerated, I was like, damn, I don't have nothing to show. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, I say when I'm home now, I'm making sure that I videotape every step of the way. People need to see this. You know, Absolutely. what I'm saying. So I, I think I think that's what it is, and people love the concept of the fact that, you know, um, it's only been a year and we've, we've accomplished a lot, of, you know, a lot of things that we've done. I'm not saying everybody's going to be able to do that, but just the things that you're doing, make sure that you're itemizing, taking taking time to actually note this stuff and make sure that you're cataloging it so you can actually show people, you know, when this first came into your mind and where you are today. Absolutely. That's so important for people to kind of see the process. Mm-hmm. And that's how you build community. That's mm-hmm. how you build community is really showing. Yep. And it doesn't really, a lot of times people get involved with all the likes and things like that. But the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is you never know who's watching something. I can say right. firsthand that I've had right. something I've put out that it's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. didn't do very well at all, but it was the right. connect to a connect <laughs> to yep. a connect of somebody yep. who was ready to get started or somebody mm-hmm. who, you know, needed that information. So you never know. Mm-hmm. So sharing your story and sharing what you're doing is so important because you mm-hmm. have a community right there on your phone, right. which you yep. know, as an Definitely. entrepreneur who's done businesses before, we didn't always have social media. You remember, no. you, you remember any flyer days? <laughs> like just yeah. a whole, whole lot of flyers. Exactly. <laughs> Get exactly. out there on the street and really, and you know, that's mm-hmm. something that people still do now, but that's all your mm-hmm. business was really dependent on. So right. That's mm-hmm. a really good tip to just make sure you're sharing. And it sounds like a lot of your stuff is really community driven. It's not about it you. You've removed no. the ego from it. And that's right. really what nonprofits are all about. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be about the community. So making right. sure that we keep the community mm-hmm. the center. Um, no, no, that's, that's it. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You know, for instance, like I was telling you about the art lab. It was, it was through um, this space. People come into Soul Folks. Uh, the you know the flagship store and coming inside and I'm I'm listening to artists I'm I'm realizing that they want studio space that they need our supplies that they are upset that the community is, is is hiring artists from other communities to come over here to paint when these people over here need the mm-hmm. same kind of work and may even be better and and, and, and we always try to uh, assimilate you know what I'm saying with other people instead of giving the love to us. So when I created that space, I knew it was going to be a success. I used to tell people, I was like, listen, so folks is great, but I'm telling you this art lab is going to be the thing because this is what the community needs most. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? A space for them to create. And once we started this art lab, that's when Gucci came along. That's when uh, Snapchat is it's because they understand the arts. They love the arts. You know what I'm saying? And we love the arts and we have to support the arts. 
you know, and so it's, it's like I said, just keep your ears to the street is the thing I'm yeah. trying to tell you. That's what I was just about to say, keeping your ears to the community and what the needs mm -hmm. are. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of times people build stuff from the top of their head, but not necessarily knowing mm -hmm. if it's aligned to what the community needs are right now. And if right. it's aligned to the community needs, it's just going to make mm -hmm. it 10 times easier because right. you're providing something that mm -hmm. the community is wanting as well. So right. that is mm -hmm. awesome. And I'm glad that you mentioned about not paying yourself for some mm -hmm. time as well. I was just talking right. Just talking to someone about this, you know, the, it is common in our community that people are like, I don't, right. agree. I don't do nothing. That's not true. Right. That is right. a myth. I charge yeah. 10% of what I charge right. now for my services when I just got started. And I still right. sometimes work for free and just choose to give my services mm -hmm. at time. You know, right. um, um, what are they called? Um, interns and things like that. Right. A lot of mm -hmm. people started as interns and now yeah. are big CEOs or huge in certain right. companies. So you have That's to right. be okay sometimes with sowing that seed. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that you were able to, to mention that as well, that it might not be, you might not get paid the first year. No doubt, no doubt. And, and then a whole other thing is like, you know, it doesn't always take money. You know what I'm saying? Like you just have to, like for instance, the art lab and the gallery that we just opened up, I, haven't, I don't pay any rent. I connected with the developers who are mm -hmm. gonna eventually tear this building down. I told them before you tear this building down, donate it to the community for a certain amount of time. Mm. And they did it. Mm. We went up in there, we tore down the walls, we, you know, paint, paint everything white, did the, the, the grounds black, the ceilings black, mm. you know, the grade, I mean, the grounds gray, the ceilings black, and putting stages and all kind of stuff. And the community's just been loving it. And we've been, because we got it for free, we give it to the community for free. You know, but like I said, it, sometimes it doesn't even take uh, uh, money to, to mm. set up a brick and mortar space. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of properties that you've been seeing just dilapidated for a long time. You just don't talk to the developers, talk to anybody. Once they realize you've been already planting your flag in the community, giving away food, you know, uh, giving away clothing, doing all the things that you want to do, developers are like, look, I'd rather this place be used yes. you know and create some activity um, as opposed to it being just vacant and becoming an eyesore. That is so you know? true. Thinking out the, outside of the box is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And you'll ne you never know unless you actually just form your thought, let them know what you're thinking, what you're doing, even if you get a mm -hmm. no, okay, that was some experience that you had. And I can say mm -hmm. uh, firsthand that I've had that experience for a nonprofit organization. I got them mm -hmm. a space in the mall that was just empty right. for a long time. Yes. And they were just yep. empty. And we just, I just kept calling like, hey, you know, yep. well, let's do something temporary. And they just yep. kept it on the market. And they were like, y'all yep. can be in there until somebody's interested. And it yep. was like really just bugging them a little bit and just That's finding it. out, getting the information or whatnot. Every time yep. we went in, I'm like, this space is still empty, you know? Yeah. So, and it actually brought community and brought more people to the mall. So it advertised yeah. for them as well. So now you're creating a win-win. So... Yep. Yep. That's mm -hmm. absolutely true. Thank you so much, Akil, for coming no on. Um, yep. Guys, the website is Soul Folks. Is that the main website where yeah. they can find yeah, any additional information? Especially mm -hmm. if you're local. Exactly where are you located for everyone, Akil? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're here in Lemur Park, 4317 Degnet in Los Angeles. And you can go to www.soulfolks.com or go to soulfolks, S-O-L-E, folks, on Instagram. Awesome. Yep. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Guys, right, thank you. as you heard, we go to get some more information and mm -hmm. I will see you all in the next podcast. Okay. Bye-bye.